episode 155. Hi, welcome to my mum's show. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. My name is Julia Husher and I'm absolutely delighted to have you join me today. If you are a first-time listener, then I want to wish you a very warm welcome to the show. And if you are a regular, thank you so much for coming back and joining me today. Now, before we get into this week's episode, which I'm very excited about, I just wanted to thank everybody so much who has written a review. I so appreciate it. It really makes the podcast easier for new single moms to find, and that's exactly my mission. And I just wanted to shout out to Mandy, who wrote this review from Australia. Thank you, Julia, at a time when it feels like I'm the only single mum out there, in my world anyway. It's so reassuring to know that I'm not alone, and not only that, that there are so many other women, especially you for some reason, that I can relate to. I find myself listening to your podcast every spare moment I get over TV and music, cannot get enough. Thank you so much for being bold and honest, but mostly for bringing awareness to the subjects that are single mom and space and helping us feel empowered again. You're just awesome. Thank you, Mandy. Like that is so nice. I really appreciate that. And I really hope you enjoy this week's episode because I have an amazing guest on who really does bring awareness to something that is really important for us to think about as single moms. And it's, um, it's something that, you know, we shouldn't really ignore. So I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. But if you have listened to this episode for some time, you're a regular listener, you enjoy it, I would love it if you could rate it. Just pop on over to iTunes or whichever platform you listen on. Tap the stars. It's so simple. And if you do have a few minutes, even writing a review would be absolutely incredible. I so appreciate it. Okay, so this week's episode is with an amazing guest who is bringing awareness to something that we really should all be thinking about. So I'm really excited to have her on the show. I absolutely love her book. I love following her on YouTube. I talk about it with a lot of my friends, actually, (laughs) in a non-creepy way, um, I hope. But I just, I really encourage everyone I know (laughs) to kind of follow her and to see what she's about because I just think she's incredible. So her name is Kenna Campbell. She's a financial planner. She's got a YouTube channel called Sugar Mama TV. She's got a website. She's got a sort of a a sugar tribe. She's the author of The $1,000 Project, which is a book that I just love. She's the author of a very soon to be released book called Mindful Money. She is passionate about educating, inspiring and empowering every individual to create financial harmony, freedom and independence in their lives. And you know what? You really get that when you watch her YouTube videos and when, you know, I've been lucky enough to speak, see her speak live in person and obviously speaking with her today. And, you know, even on her Instagram and stuff, you really get that, that she is really passionate. She wants the best for us. She's a real giver. And I just, I really appreciate having her on the show today. On her channel, which you all need to check out, she shares kind of little tips on how to get out of debt, how to save money, how to achieve financial goals, what kind of goals you might want to set, you know, and her passion, which is about building long-term passive income. So definitely check it out. And can I just say, she's also a machine, like she's an absolute machine. We had talked about doing a podcast together. I knew she was about to have a baby. And then I got an email from her going, can we bring this forward? Can we chat tomorrow? I'm in labor. 
I was like, oh my gosh, we can wait, you know, we can just wait. But she was super keen and I just, I'm so grateful that she gave us her time when she was in the midst of just about to give birth. And um, I just think she's incredible. Okay, I'm not going to go on anymore. Let's just get straight into it. Hi, Kenna. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know you're about to give birth, so I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. It's my honour. So something that I really love about you, Kenna, is that through the $1,000 project and your YouTube channel, you make money and financial planning seem not boring, but exciting, important, and something that we can all be capable of, like it's attainable for us, even as single mums. Absolutely. I'm trying to make, trying to show people how easy it is to understand money and almost make it fun and fashionable. You know, it's it's the smallest, simplest things that you can change that makes such a profound difference in the way that you, you know, use money, grow money, um, build money. Like it's, it's incredible. And it's, it's, it's so simple, but we're not taught this in school. We, a lot of people aren't taught this even at home and we're definitely not even taught it at university. Um, and there's just this huge gap where people just haven't been shown. So I'm really passionate and determined to show people how to do this so they can really reduce the financial stress in their lives because I really feel and believe that financial stress imp- infiltrates into so many different parts of our life. It impacts our, our physical and mental health, um, it impacts our relationships, it impacts our career you know, it's huge. So if I can show people how to just change a few simple things and get such a better outcome, it's going to flow on to their lives and all those other areas as well. So I'm really, you know, determined to just make a huge shift around everyone that I can reach out to. It's so incredible. Like, as you say, it does make such a difference. And even though like people say, you don't need money to be happy, but like, if you're financially under stress, that's like, that's really awful. It's such a horrible place to be in. And it's, um, as a single mum and most single mums who obviously are listening to this right now, um, I'm sure they can relate. And you've been there as well because when you started the $1,000 project, was that when you were a new single mum? Yes, I was just, um, I had just finished or maybe through the last tail end of a horrible divorce. And um, it was actually kind of perfect time because when I, I was thinking about my channel and I'm like, okay, I want to create a fun challenge. But, and I was thinking, you know, you know, how do I make people aware of being more mindful with money and, you know, show people how to build money and also show, educate people about financial, you know, education and passive income. I thought, you know what, the best way to do this is to lead by example, to actually do it myself and almost be the guinea pig so that people can copy me if they like. Yeah. And so you know, it's like, what do I do? And I was like, well, I've got all these, you know, I was paying my, I just paid my legal bills. Um, I had, you know, paid out my ex-husband, um, you know, and and it was a really horrible situation because my ex-husband laughed in my face. He's like, you're going you're gonna to drown. You know, you've had to take on all this. After you had um, to pay him out. Yes. And I, I take on, and I take on all this debt to get him out. And I don't regret it because it's the best investment I ever made. <laughs> um, but he's like, you, you practically, well, he laughed in my face and said, you won't cope. You're going to drown. And he was almost like proud, like, and it was horrible. And I was like, wow. I was like, I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, you know, this, I really have pushed myself to the max. Um, cause I was really determined to keep 
Rocco in the same routine as possible, but more importantly, in the same home as, as um, uh, you know, so that he felt safe and secure. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, my ex-husband was right. Like, it, what I, there was a chance I was going to drown and, suff- you know, and suffocate. But anyway, that's a separate story in itself. Um, <laughs> I probably need a bottle of champagne to, or vodka to explain. <laughs> but the important thing is when I, I thought, you know what, I, I want to create, like, how do I how do I manage money? How, what do I do? And I was like, well, I just break it down into bite-sized mini goals. So was that, has that always been your mindset with money then? You've always been like small, bite-sized or new concept that you kind of came up with for the $1,000 project? No, it's always the way I've operated. Um, you know, it's incredible. Think about, you know, if you say to yourself, I'm going to save $100,000, a lot of people will naturally feel overwhelmed and panic or or not even not even believe in themselves but if you say to yourself okay well i'm going to save a thousand dollars and then i'm going to do that and once i've saved one thousand dollars i'm going to put into a separate savings account and i'm going to have a go coming up with another thousand dollars and i'm going to try and do that 100 times or 50 times or whatever the type of number you want to come up with yeah it starts approachable and you're like well like i mean to me a thousand dollars it's not a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of money. It's, uh, and, um, but it wasn't enough to intimidate me and frighten me. Yeah. It was enough to me go, okay, all right, I can have a go and I'll just keep, keep ha- focusing on this, you know, one mini goal at a time. Just like, you know, losing weight, you know, you, you don't, don't say I'm going to lose 15 kilos. You say, well, I'm going to try and lose like half a kilo over the next 10 days and do it the right way, steady way, healthy way. So it doesn't, you know, come all back on. Like, so just, break it down so you you actually and then the thing is once you have your first thousand dollars it's almost addictive because you're like wow okay that happened a lot faster than I thought or that was actually really fun and I and this is the thing it comes brings it was a huge doing the thousand dollar project was incredibly helpful for me in um in healing my sense of self-worth yeah taking control yeah I was a shell of a human being and as many single mothers are going through a divorce, like, and, um, and it really helped because I was like, actually I'm, I'm doing this, this is working. And, um, it really, it like was very much a healing thing for me. And I just, you know, just focused on and kept going each time. And, you know, there were times where it was quite slow to come up with the next thousand dollars. And sometimes it happened really quickly, but, um, the more people I spoke to, the more people who were supportive and were like, actually, did you know you could do this to earn money? And, um, I know someone who's looking for some, you know, some, some, someone to help them with this job. You could probably do this. I can put you forward. It's amazing what it did, and it, like, and the ideas and inspiration I got. It was, it was great. Um, so it, it's, it, and the thing is, I wanted people to, you know, I the thing with the thousand dollar project is not a single dollar ever came from my salary. Um, yeah. and because I simply didn't have that in my budget to allow for regular savings to invest. My budget was mortgage repayments, legal fees, and um, the basics, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, the rule for me was, okay, well, you have to have, um, it has to come, it has to be money that you hustle or create or manifest outside of my salary. And and no money could come from like a savings account, and that was fine because I didn't, all, I didn't have any savings at that stage. It was all about you know paying the bills and and paying down my mortgage. So that paycheck, worked out. Paycheck, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I wouldn't say hey, well, in one sense, yes, in that I was like trying to survive with this new um, whopping great big mortgage that I had to use to pay out 
um, my ex. Um, so, yes, I mean, I guess there, there was that. But I didn't have, you know, I, I never took $10,000 out of a savings account to, to kickstart the $1,000 yeah. project because I didn't have that. You know, like it was all my spare money was going on to my, um, you know, legal fees and my home loan. Yeah. So, um, so that, you know, we could get back on top of things and, and be financially safe and secure because I knew that would help me from a mental health perspective but as well as obviously a financial perspective um, and know that, you know, we were going to safely stay in the home, it wasn't a problem and, and we could, you know, be strong, safe and secure. Yeah, and independent of, of, any, of anyone to kind of take care of you, I guess, because that's, that's where you were at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your book is amazing. I'm telling everyone about it. I love it. It's so good. It's sitting on my bedside table and it's something that I just keep sort of dipping back into. Um, and I really just think everybody needs to read it. And your YouTube channel is incredible as well. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I was saying to one of my friends on the phone the other day, I was like, I know you're not into YouTube and I don't even watch YouTube, but if there's one person you need to watch on YouTube, it's Kanna. And honestly, I don't look, I don't follow anyone on YouTube except for you. I just think it's what you, your videos are so good and you do make finance interesting, you know, and you do make it like something that I can do. And I recently saved my first $1,000 for the $1,000 project. And awesome. <laughs> I was so excited. How did it feel? I felt pretty amazing. I was like, I did it. Like, and like you said, it was, um, it did happen a lot quicker than I sort of anticipated. And I did do it by doing extra, you know, selling various things around the house and making bits of extra money where I could. The little things tip you over, like you'll have like say $775 and then you'll like randomly like do something or sell something or save something and you'll have there will be another $30 and suddenly you're, you see your account balance go up to $800 and $805 and you're like, yes, like I've just broken the next, like getting closer to that threshold. Like yeah. it's the momentum it builds is incredible and the beautiful thing about the $1,000 project is um, people have used it. It's been used around the world. So I've received emails from Iceland to Ireland, wow. you know, from um, uh, Portugal to Singapore, and people have used it to, you know, pay off credit card debt, to pay for IVF, to pay for children's weddings, to pay for children's education, um, to help save a deposit on a home, to investing in shares, which is what I'm the, my passion behind the thousand dollar project is it's it's amazing and like reading these stories like though I get more I get so inspired reading people's stories like I'm always blown away when I get an email from someone with their hit their hit and they tell me what they've overcome like you know immense poverty or immense um, emotional um, and financial abuse and um, and how the thousand dollar project has helped them it's it's incredible that's amazing so amazing. And like something that I found really cool as well was that it really, I'm quite, oh, well, I thought I was quite budget conscious, but it made yeah. me a lot more budget conscious. And I was very like, for instance, I remember one weekend, um, and this is just such a small thing, but like we went to the movies tw two days in a row, Saturday and Sunday. And the first day we got the popcorn and the drink and whatever. And on the next day I said to my daughter, I want a coffee and you want a popcorn, but let's not get it today. And instead we'll put that money into the $1,000 project. And I got my oh. daughter involved and she's like going, how's our $1,000 project going? You know, <laughs> she's That's so cute. Well, this is the fun thing about it is like kids can do it. Yeah. And 
um, in due course, once I catch my breath, I do want to do a kid's $1,000 project, um, which I might do with my son um, and and make it a, a book for children to really enjoy, you know, being a part of because you can teach children not just how to save but more valuable is investing. Yes. Well, that's something that I wanted to talk to you about because, um, you know, as you said before, you are very passionate about shares and that sort of thing. I didn't know anything about shares at all. And um, it's, it's, it, I think that's something that kind of can put people off a bit because it can seem a little bit overwhelming. But I was wondering, like, from, for someone that doesn't know anything about it, can you kind of give us a little brief summary of, like, why you love shares as a wealth creator and dividends and kind of how that works? Okay. So when you um, buy shares, you're essentially buying um, a part of a business. So, for example, and this is not advice, I'm not saying go and buy, say, Woolworth stock or anything like that. I'm just using an example. Yeah. Say, you know, you, you're a big fan of Woolworths, you think they're doing, you can see that they're expanding and doing really, really well. And this is just an example. Please don't go out and buy necessarily Woolworth stock. But I would go and buy some shares in Woolworths. Now, that means I'm a part owner of Woolworths. So, as Woolworths, you know, sells groceries um, and all their other products and services to, you know, the Australian public, um, they make a profit. Half of that profit is, is put back into the business to help, you know, buy look at more store locations, to put, bring on more staff, to spend more money on marketing and, um, and product development and so forth. The other half of that money is uh, paid out as what we call a dividend. And that dividend is simply like paying, receiving rent off an investment property. The only difference is with an investment property, you receive the rent normally every month when your tenant pays. With dividends, they're paid every six months. But over time, the dividends, uh, depending on, and I'm a massive fan of Australian industrial shares, and I'll explain how to cheat in a second, but you receive dividends. Like you, so for example, say I have, say, $10,000 worth of stock in, say, company XYZ, and um, on average, they pay, say, a 5% dividend yield, which means I'd get $500 a year in dividends, which is a form of passive income, which is money. So I haven't physically done anything to earn that money. I haven't gone to work. I haven't, um, you know, sat in front of a computer screen or anything like that. that. That is my money working for me. And that $500 is what we call, from the dividends, is what we call passive income. So the more passive income you can build over time, the more financially free you're going to be. And the ultimate position to be in is you build up an investment portfolio that pays you more money than you actually need to spend. So say my living expenses are $50,000 a year, but I receive $55,000 a year in passive income, I'm pretty much financially free because the income I earn exceeds my living expenses. And that's what the, 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 the eventual goal behind the $1,000 project is for you or I guess what you sort of encourage people in general because it is amazing when you think about it and I like like you said at the start it is attainable like when you think of saving a hundred thousand dollars it's too hard you just go shit I can't do that it's like buying a house it's too hard but anyone can buy shares with as little as and you recommend thousand dollar chunks you can actually buy shares as little as five hundred dollars but I don't recommend it because um you Brokerage is around online brokerage, um, which is like a Comsec account or a, uh, or a, an E Trade account or you know whatever the, your banking system trading account is. Their trades are normally twenty to twenty five dollars. So 
just to help minimize that cost because it's a dollar flat dollar fee, I would recommend you you try to save a thousand dollars before you actually invest it. Now, one of the best ways to build a diversified portfolio because a lot of people say to me, I really want to build a share portfolio, but I don't know what companies to be investing in. And the thing is, I actually don't recommend you try and work out what companies to invest in because that's what stockbrokers and hedge fund managers do and um, fund yeah. managers like an analyst do that's a big job in itself so i actually recommend people just look if you google australian listed investment companies you will see all these listed investment companies and some of these guys have been around for like 80 90 years and they you basically buy shares in the listed investment company because they have got gone and bought you know the top 100 um you know australian companies and that you so that that one thousand dollars is immediately diversified across you know one hundred and sixty different companies. So it's it's already done for you. And you know I have clients who just own shares in just a couple of listed investment companies, and we know that their portfolio is completely diversified because through that they've invested in like you know Woolworths, Qantas, um, you know Commonwealth Bank. Um, well, uh, I said Woolworths. Um, you know, a whole pile of different companies around Australia that growing over time that helps reduce that market volatility because shares are a long-term investment um they are um you know when people say to me oh well you're going to sell down the whole portfolio because you've got you know the portfolio's so big now i'm like no why would i cut off my dividends income stream that's my passive income um it's something you know you've got to look at with shares is it's a 10 year plus investment so i will never sell any of the shares in the thousand dollar project because that's what's going to pay me enough money so I yeah. can live very comfortably on my in an, and independently. Yeah, that's the whole point. Um, yeah. In one of your videos, I noticed you use ANZ, don't you, as the share buying platform. Are you best to go with your bank or like is ANZ the best? I can't recommend anything because I don't know what people's individual goals are and situations are. But if you're going to open up online online trading account, I'm all about efficiency. Yeah. So my general rule of thumb is, you know, you want to be able to log on to your internet banking and see as much of your financial situation as possible. So if you can log on to say, say your bank with Commonwealth bank and your, or your savings account with Commonwealth bank and your credit cards with Commonwealth bank and your, um, and uh, say your home loan or any other loans you might have all with Commonwealth bank, you could, for example, open up a Comsec account so that now you can see your shares. But for me, um, I have the ANZ it's share investing one and for me that works really well and I'm not again I'm not recommending any products here this is general advice but yeah um for me it was it worked really well because their customer service is great but they're also aligned to Qantas as well so every time I trade I get some Qantas frequent flyer points which helps save me for when I want to go book an airline ticket um because I can put some of those points towards the cost of the flight or sometimes they even cover the flight or even if I'm lucky they'll pay for upgrades so it, wow. For me, it works really well, um, and their brokerage is is very cost effective as well. But I'm I'm not recommending. It. I'm saying do your research. But for me, that's the platform I have chosen for me to be. Yeah, which which is great. And um, yeah, like you said, everyone has to do their own research and um, work out what's best for them. Yeah. Something else that I wanted to ask you is like it's sometimes it's overwhelming knowing what to put your money towards. And for someone that does say 
you know, open up a $1,000 project. And like, I don't know, like I've got all these different accounts, right? For like Christmas and holidays and I've got my daughter's education fund. I've got my house saving fund. Now I've got my $1,000 project. I've got my bills. Like it's, it's overwhelming and it just, you know, you might have debt. How do you know what to do first? Like it, are you best, obviously you should pay off your debt and then. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're right. Um, I actually just posted a picture on my Instagram story just detailing the priorities and the steps. So number one is your toxic debt. You need to get that out of your life and you'll feel so much better once you do this. So say, for example, you have a credit card debt and you've got a car loan and a personal loan. You need to get rid of that personal debt versus a priority. So you could could still do the $1,000 project, but what you would do is use that thousand, every time you've got $1,000, transfer it towards your debt. So that it's not only you repaying that debt, but you're also making lump sum repayments of a thousand dollars a time to really help speed the process up. So toxic debt, which is non-deductible debt, has got to be paid off as a priority. And I've never ever met someone who's ever regretted paying off debt. Um, it is it's amazing watching people transform as they see the debts coming down, and they have this like new spring in their step, and this like lightness and ha- happiness around them. That's great. Um, the next. Yeah, oh, it's huge. Um, the next thing is to um, build up some emergency savings. Like everyone should have emergency savings and not just a couple of thousand dollars. You, you need to be realistic and honest with your situation, especially if you're a single mom because so much is on your shoulders. So I recommend you keep going with the $1,000 project and you use it to try and build se- um, separate um, se- save- emergency savings. And a lot of people ask me, how much emergency money should I have set aside? And there's no wrong or right answer. There's no magical thumb. That thing, there's a magical thumb. There's no magical number. Yeah. Um, everyone is different. So what you need to do is sit down and work out, okay, what could go? What is realistic for my situation that could go wrong? Do I have family overseas that it, where if an emergency happened, I'd need to jump on a plane? urgently I'll need money to pay for the airline ticket accommodation and spending money you then work out what that cost is or um, for example I um, uh, I haven't been well I know that treatments and medication and alternative therapies is probably going to cost me this much money I need to go and save that much money up like so as a just as a very ballpark figure um, when I did this for myself um, I worked out that I needed about for me to sleep well at night, I needed about $30,000 emergency money because for me that meant I um, could pay the mortgage off. I, I could keep paying the mortgage for at least three months and keep paying for all the bills without having to start borrowing money from family and friends. And that money actually sits in my redraw facility against my mortgage. So if I, I, yeah. because no emergency happened, at least that's helping save me thousands and thousands of dollars off my mortgage and hopefully time as well. Yeah, but um, it's there in case you need it. Exactly. And things happen like, you know, I was just saying to someone the other day, I think I've had three nails in my tyres um, this oh. year and they were so bad that they couldn't just, like, fix the puncture. I had to buy brand-new tyres and then they had to realign them <laughs> and each time I think it was, like, six or $700 or more. So you, that's what that emergency money is for. It's not to, so I don't panic and go, oh, my God, I've now got to put it on my credit card and I'm now going to be in debt again. No, that money came from my emergency savings. It, yes, it was annoying, yes, but you know what? I was so grateful to have that emergency savings and then 
as my budget allowed, I just slowly rebuilt the, the money each time I got a flat tire to that. And the thing is we get dental bills, we get medical bills, um, we might get legal bills that come up, like all sorts of things that come out of the blue. We need to be um, like have planning and preparation in place so that it doesn't knock us off our path. It's Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it's frustrating. But it, we can deal with it quickly and get back on it again and, and get on with the job. And, um, you know, it's so important to have emergency savings. Um, the next thing is is to then start looking, all right, great, I've cleared my debts, I've got emergency money set aside, I can sleep well at night, what am I going to do to really strengthen and solidify my financial security and independence? And that is when you start looking at your superannuation. You start looking, at which is obviously if you're overseas, it's your retirement savings plan or your um, pension. Um, what, how, what can I do? Because women particularly neglect their superannuation. They need to be building that up. They need to be making sure it's invested properly. They can contribute to it if and when they can, even if it's $10 a month, that still helps. Um, and then, um, looking at, okay, well, what can I do to build my own passive income supply? Maybe use a thousand dollar project then to redirect it towards building up a shared portfolio. That, that's another option that's available to people. Um, you know, where they build up a, um, a diversified investment portfolio and um, and they can, you know, if you watch my videos, you'll see where I'm, you can sort of pick up what investments I like and I've just done a, a couple of videos on listed investment companies, but it's it's not so easy to do. It's funny, like when you buy your first parcel of shares, you're, it's amazing. People are like, oh my gosh, it's that easy. And I'm like, if you can buy a dress online, you can buy shares online and build a diversified portfolio. It is that easy. That's but, you know, crazy. really like to look at, okay, well, how do I protect myself? And actually in my next book, Mindful Money, which is out in August, I use a, a fantastic case study of um, a lady named Amanda who's just gone through a, a bad divorce and she's, after the sale of her house, she's left with $120,000. And we, um, like in the book, I explain how we use this money to basically ensure that she can retire at age 65 on the equivalent of $80,000 a year in today's dollars. Wow. And she remains financially independent for the rest of her life. Actually, she ends up being really wealthy. Wow. But, um, that's the thing. I, cause I, and this is the thing. She, she, we get caught in this trap of, oh, I need to buy a home. Well, yes. the problem with that is, and particularly as a, as a as a single mother, you, yes, having a home is important because you've got that security and stability. But if it's going to be detrimental to your financial future, um, you need to rethink other options because in this um, in this example, which you can see in the book, she foregoes the decision to buy a home but just decides to focus on just financial independence. And, and we use some of that money to build up a diversified portfolio and to make sure her super is managed properly and... It, it's really it's really slow and simple. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to reading that book. And I was going to ask you next, what is it? What can we expect? What is it about? I'm so excited. So it's called Mindful Money. And it's about, it, it, imagine, I, I, I'm a big fan of the Barefoot Investor. It's like the Barefoot yeah. Investor, but with a female voice. And yeah. probably a little bit more, well, it's more feminine, obviously being written by a woman. Yeah. It's more... <laughs> nurturing and it's about I don't have these strict rules where 10% must go into this account 20% must go into that account it's work with what you've got don't be don't beat yourself up keep going keep trying keep doing it but really um, look at the way you you spend money from a mindful perspective 
if you see, if you watch my channel or follow me on Instagram, you'll see that, you know, I, I like nice things in life. I, I, but I reward myself after I've honored my other personal goals. Yeah. And it's about, so I, my money mantra is buy what you love, value, use and appreciate. Um, it's, it's about, um, so mindful money basically shows you all the steps to how to set yourself up. So how to pay off debt, um, how to build up a diversified share portfolio or, or investment property portfolio as well. Um, and I give you heaps of really great inside tips as to how to buy a property as well. Like the sneaky questions to ask real estate agents as well. Like there's so many like juicy tips, um, how to set up your superannuation up properly, um, basically everything. And it all comes down to what's your, what's your passive income number? What, are, how much money do you need per year to live to be financially free and independent? Wow. Okay. So I'm very excited to read that. It sounds like something we all need because especially as women, we do need to be on top of things like our super and stuff, especially when we have taken time out to have children and everything. Absolutely. And, um, right. It's it, women, we, as we do with our health, we're the last ones that take ourselves to the doctor. Um, you know, we eat food on the run, like, you know, well, you know, that's for our kids leftovers. Yeah, exactly. Or leftover foods. Like we, we always put ourselves last yeah. and think it's so detrimental financially to do this. We need to change the way we look. And what my next book that I'm going to be writing is about relationships and money and love and money and how to have a financially harmonious love life. Wow. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I, um, I'm currently pregnant. I have repartnered and we're going through that transition of combining finances and, you know, buying a home together. And it's, it's we're going through this unknown, like, territory okay. of where we're like, trying to, and there's no rules there's, and there's no way just to get a guide as to how to manage money in a modern-day world. You know, I, I have Rocco from my previous marriage and, and um, you know, he has his own financial situation. I have my own financial situation. How to do it like that's that's the next big project for me yes like I, I imagine as a second marriage there must be a little bit of an element of fear or like you want to be able to make sure that you are protecting your own Absolutely. self yes and then this is what I want to write about about how to do it not tell people how to how to do it but give people lots of ideas and strategies and approaches to take so that you can work together as a team and yeah. you can you know honor each other, respect each other and focus on the big picture rather than getting caught up in the, you know, the, the nagging, the fighting, the bickering over money because life's too short for that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's the next project, but I'm, I'm going to need a bit of a break before I jump into that because <laughs> Mindful Money was a huge, huge project to work on. I bet. And you're about to give birth any day. So you've got a lot, you've got a lot going on. Um, I've got two more questions for you, if that's okay. Sure. I I know you cover this a lot in the book and also your whole YouTube channel is full of full of them, but can you give us some quick tips on how to make a few extra dollars for the one thousand dollar project? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm a big fan of market research. If you just Google market research companies, um, you know, in, in your city or state you will find all these companies you can register with and sometimes they're done online, sometimes they, you have to come into their office to do the, the market research and sometimes they'll come to you. But they 
normally pay either cash on the spot or deposit the money into your account within the next 48 hours. It's a great way of making some extra money quickly. Mm. My second tip is um, I use cash rewards to uh, earn extra money. So for just say, for example, my online grocery shopping, I if I'm doing my weekly shop, I'll go through the cash rewards website and it means I get back some of the commission on my own shopping. And I, I haven't, I forget to use it sometimes, but I've already earned $240. And that's just by, you know, my normal online shopping, just wow. clicking through the cash rewards website and it's free to join. I think they give you an introductory offer um, to kickstart your savings and then they transfer the money into your bank account after a certain amount of days. Um, so that's a great way of earning some extra money. Is that cashrewards.com.au? Okay. Is that the same as because there's a shop back and a cash back? As- so there, I don't use ca- I don't use shop back. I use cash rewards. Um, they're the same thing, yes. Same company, yeah. Um, the next thing I recommend is um, looking at selling a few things. And this was such a huge thing for me because I, I, I love minimalism. So I decluttered my house and I was blown away by things I was I would sell and the money I'd make. So, you know, using Gumtree, using eBay, using Facebook buy sell swap groups. Um, you know, I and it's amazing. I had so much um stuff and I I downsized I had all these like chairs and side tables, things I just didn't really need. And when I sold them, I created so much more space in my home and it felt so much better and healthier. So that was the next thing that I did, um, like selling things online and even like clothes, um, bric-a-brac stuff, furniture. It was amazing. Um, and then the other thing was like doing work on the weekends. So when my son would go and spend some time with his father, I would, um, I would do any sort of projects, like freelancing projects that I could do in my spare time to bring in some extra money as well. So you know, if you can list your services on Elance or on um, uh, Upwork or um, uh, what they call Airtasker, all yeah. these little things you can do to earn some extra money. And one of the great tips is, you know, babysitting things like that that doesn't not physically demanding or even dog walking, like little things that you can do that just help bring in some extra cash to put in your pocket or to put in the thousand dollar project account. So such great things to do, especially if you do have a, a child that goes off with their other parent on weekends and you want to distract yourself or something. So fantastic. Um, one last question that I always like to ask single mums, and I know, you, you know, you're not a single mum anymore. You're about to have a baby with your partner, but <laughs> do you have any advice for a, a new single mum? Hang in there. It, it is tough. Um, it's frightening as well. And you feel very alone and you have no idea what the future holds for you, but try and not worry about what the future holds because you'll just get yourself into a, a, a knot and um, you'll just panic. So just take each day as it comes, um, breathe, be kind to yourself and just focus on how you're feeling in the present moment and have faith in the universe that it will be okay. And, you know, I not only have I been divorced, I've actually been divorced twice. Um, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, great testament. <laughs> <laughs> not now, though. You've learned. Um, and you know, a lot of people were, you know, looking at me and judging me for being divorced twice. Uh, I've repartnered, and I've met an amazing person who is the most incredible role model to my son, and he absolutely adores my son like he's his own. 
and I never believed that would ever happen, but it has, and it's he's, it's just it's such an incredible situation, and now we're about to have a baby. It's amazing. It's such a good story. It's such a because I think sometimes it does feel like it will never happen, or are there any good people out there? And well, there are, and it does. It does happen, and you've just got to be open and just have to have faith and don't rush it. It will happen when it happens. Things happen perfectly and when they're meant to be. And I, like I'm so like Tom, my partner is, you know, he's a quite a character. <laughs> Um, he's full of um, energy, sometimes too much energy, but um, and he has like changed my world and my son's world dramatically. And um, but it, it's I never ever thought back to those moments where my marriage ended that this that would ever happen. And um, and I also I don't think a lot of people thought that about me either. I thought no way, like she, you know, a bad partner or something like that. But yeah, and it's funny the, the person I've ended up with, Tom, is the person that. A lot of people thought it would last five minutes and it's three and a half years later and we've had a baby through IVF and um, we're looking at a home together and, um, you know, that we were planning a life ahead and I just, I never believed it. And so he's, Tom is actually my third partner. It's amazing. Do you feel like you've kind of come full circle? Because I think I read somewhere or maybe I heard you say it at Business Chicks. Actually, on that, when I saw you, you, you always look immaculately put together. <laughs> but on that day, I think you were talking about how you were wearing like a $20 dress from yeah. somewhere. I was like, what? That's incredible. I buy most of my clothes secondhand. I buy them from, um, a website on Facebook called High End. I have saved thousands of dollars. Like, you know, it's funny, and, the, and so many girls go and buy these beautiful, amazing dresses, either don't wear them or wear them once or twice and then want to get rid of them, and you can pick them up for like a fraction. Incredible. So high-end on Facebook. Facebook, yep. It's a closed group, so you actually have to add me as a friend and send me a message on Facebook to say, can you add me on to high-end? Because it's, it's, once you're in, you can add other people, but you, new people can't join. So uh-huh. you have to send me a message on Facebook to say, can you add me in? Um, but no, it's amazing. It also is a great way of selling things to make some extra money. But um, no, absolutely. I I have no shame in wearing something that's pre-loved. I, yes. And it's also the environmental benefits of it are huge. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Well, I'll let you go because I know you've got a lot going on. Are you in the hospital at the moment or are you home for a, for a bit? No, um, I left the hospital yesterday because um, I was in the delivery suite and um in labour and then the labour, the contractions stopped, uh, which is great. Bed rest almost. But, um, and then I'm sure I'll be back there in a few days or maybe if I can just try and buy a bit more time a week. But, um, yes, so, no, I'm, I'm out of there for the time being. How many weeks are you? I am 34 weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, trying to keep this baby in and just a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, and you're a woman on a mission. You've like you've got all this stuff to go before the baby comes. <laughs> it would be very inconvenient. I know. I, yeah, not great timing of a book launch and birth of a baby. <laughs> yes. But anyway, I do have my meltdowns and um, I don't always look immaculate. Quite often I'm in a um, fluffy polyester dressing gown, no makeup, and um, it's not all what it looks like. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm currently sitting here with my like fleecy jumper on. Um, well, you always look incredible anyway. As long as you're warm and comfortable. Yeah, I'm very warm and comfortable. Kanna, thank you so much for your time, especially like given, you know, this week what's happening everything. I really appreciate it. I, I can't wait to read your new book and um, 
Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's it's an honour um, to speak with you and to speak and reach out to all the other single mums um, and um, and please let them know. I know how what they're going through. I know how frightening it is and how tough it can be, but to hang in there and have faith, but take care of themselves financially. Um, and as you do this, you will find your sense of self-worth um, and self-love skyrocket. Amazing. I love it. Such good advice. Thank you so much, Kenna. And my, my pleasure. My pleasure. All the best. I can't wait to see your baby. I'm sure I'll see it on somewhere on Instagram or somewhere <laughs> and I'm very excited. I'll make sure I put something on Instagram. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. Get some rest. Thank you too. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Julia. Thanks, Kenna. Bye. Okay. Bye. Kenna, that was amazing. Thank you so much for coming onto the show and for sharing all your wisdom with us. I absolutely love Kenna's whole idea about building a passive income and how, you know, $1,000 is so much more attainable than $100,000. And I just think it's something that we can all do. You know, it's just, it's step by step and we do have to look at it as little bite-sized goals. And that is much more achievable for us to reach, especially as single moms. Make sure you check out her website, which is www.sugarmama.tv, mama with an M-A-M-M-A dot TV. And you'll find all the links to her social channels there, but I will put them in the show notes. Make sure you search for Sugar Mama on YouTube. You can follow her on Instagram at Sugar Mama TV. You can follow her on Facebook at sugarmama.tv. And all her other contact details are on her website. She also does consultations, although by the time this comes out, she might have a new baby and who knows, she's probably going to take some time off. But yeah, get in touch with her and make sure you check out what she has to offer because I just, I can't praise her highly enough. If you wanted to get in touch with me, you can contact me at Julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com or you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Single Mother Survival Guide. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So please get in touch anytime. You can also come over to the website, which is www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. There is a link on the homepage there to join the Single Mother Survival Guide support forum, which is a Facebook group for us all to connect with each other. And on the website, you can also check out the blog and all the other podcast episodes. As I mentioned at the start, if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love for you to rate it in iTunes. And if you have a few minutes, even writing a review would be amazing and help single mums find this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved it. I hope you got a lot out of it. And I hope you, you know, have got some practical action steps that you can sort of take into your life and move forward and, um, you know, help you reach your financial goals and ultimately your financial freedom. Wouldn't that be amazing for all of us? Incredible. $1,000 at a time, guys. $1,000 at a time. We'll get there. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on where you are and when you're listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Okay. Bye for now.